The following program is presented by Atmark Media. The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Shinsuke Nakamura, the king of strong style that includes his submission game. Without oh, I have called so many of Shinsuke Nakamura's matches in the past. A healthy respect. Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard that in the middle of a match? Oh, yeah. A little different strategy. That was a good rip. Nakamura certainly felt it. Forward roll. Flipping up right out of this. Look at that. Yeah, that's what happens when Boogs and Shinsuke are on the same page. The, the, the ability to chain submissions together, to keep moving. That's what he's going to need. To your point, Pat, Damian Priest is an absolute giant. Shinge, Shinsuke Nakamura needs to use his technique and his oh. footwork to stay out of moves like that. 6'5", oh, 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 well scouted by both superstars. I like it. There's like two junkyard dogs on the opposite side of the fence. Oh, and another right! Charlotte says, I'll eat that for dinner here in Barclays. These two superstars are beating the hell out of each other. To say the least. Charlotte out to the apron, shoulder to the midsection. And now Becky hung up at the top rope. Hey, that's good work, Charlotte. You are watching two of the greatest in-ring performers of our generation, Becky Lynch and Charlotte, kicking off Survivor Series here tonight. A 13-time champion, a six-time champion. And Becky, now it's her turn to hang Charlotte up on the top rope. Lynch returning the favor and a big-time right and an uppercut. Ooh, great combinations by Becky taking the fight to Charlotte. Charlotte could have never expected this this late. Becky with a fury. Leg drop across the back of the neck. Lynch for the win on flare. Charlotte at two. The King bows at his own greatness. And here's where he's at his best. To the Royal Skies. It's not good for us. Oh, that is good for us, though. Bobby Lashley just in time. Yeah, see, I knew it was a mistake when King Woods delivered that cheap shot to Lashley. And now, unfortunately, King Woods is going to have to pay the price. It is history with King Woods. No love lost for Bobby Lashley. Oh! Levels him with one shot. Bobby Lashley oh, just lock. It's in. Time to say 99, King Woods. It's tap or nap. I fear it's now. He's out. Advantage Team Raw. King Woods has been eliminated. Man. They held on to it too long. Bobby Lashley up. speared King Woods in the Queens and then made him a ragdoll. No surprise, Lashley was a difference maker, but the chaos in this match continues on. Oh! Double 
sling blade. But made an emotional decision, hanging on to the Hurt Lock too long. Oh. Let himself get double teamed. Oh. That doesn't matter. Oh, speaking of double teams. Okay. All right, Seth Rollins just laid out Sheamus. Uh-oh. No truth. And now Otis gonna oh. eliminate oh. our truth. By the hair. Now, oh, we got a stare down between Omos oh, and Otis. <laughs> That's a lot of humanity. Two oh, big blows oh. going at it. Both men still standing. And Otis uh, eliminated. Oh, wow. Wait, that's his third elimination? I you're and the valedictorian, Chad Gable's all by his lonesome. Chad, quickly, uh-oh. Oh, and Cesaro trying to eliminate Gable. Gable able to catch himself on the apron. Lively sliding back inside the ring. Glad they, uh-oh, uh uh-oh. Are wearing a shirts of their respective brands, Byron, so you can tell the difference. And right now, Gable with a wicked arm breaker on Cesaro, but it's not going to force an elimination yet. Oh. Uh, that will, the uppercut. And Gable and Otis, both members of the Alpha Academy, now out of this dual-branded battle royal. I think he turned the wrong way up. Here comes the Apex Predator. Oh! The Latin Killer, and it's Jey Uso. Bearing the brunt of his fury with that snap body slam. Look at the speed on that. That is classic. Another one Make for you. Twice for Randy Orton, who has single-handedly oh. taken out the Usos. Mount Rushmore of this entire business. Oh, Jay doing a good job slipping out of there. Oh! Oh! oh. Jay Uso! Look out! Oh, no, no, no. In the strength of our commentary table. Randy Orton not backing down either. Orton's preferred weapon here. Now for Jimmy Uso. Oh. Two Usos, one table from Randy Orton. Right now, Randy Orton is like a man possessed. Oh, beautiful super kick to the guts for Jay Uso. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We've seen Michael Cole would say, ding, ding, Randy Orton. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair looking out. Power when it's smacked by Banks. Banks walking the ropes into the arm drag. And arm drag oh, being nice. Nice. Roll through. Classic Belair. Competitive fire off the charts between the EST and the boss. Otherworldly athleticism possessed by the EST. And the extreme charisma of Bianca Belair. Sasha Banks, though, uh -oh. wrestling her down. Oh, 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 oh. Middle of the ring, nowhere to go. Sasha Banks going to tap Bianca Belair. Rolling to the bottom rope if she can. Oh. And Sasha able to roll through again. Bianca, though, Sasha powering Banks up. Readjust, perhaps reapply the Banks statement, but Bianca will not offer such an opportunity. Again, the power of Bel Air, the strong guest in WWE. Boy slam! Just and a third right on the jaw. Roman Reigns said, "I'll get four, five, six Superman punches. I don't care."
with three Superman punches, is back on his feet. Looking for the big ending. Yeah. Rain sent out through the second rope to the floor. Big E gonna give chase. Big Look e. out for the spear. Driving Reigns to the floor. And Big E is fired up and ready to go. Big E showed up in Brooklyn ready for war, and that is exactly what we're seeing right now. What a performance by the WWE Champion here tonight. Where is he finding this power? Spare! Spare by Reigns! Cover! One, two! Big E kicks out! What you know about rolling down in the deep? When your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. When these people talk too much, put that shit in slow motion. Yeah, I feel like an astronaut in the ocean. Ay, what you know about rolling down in the deep? When your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. When these people talk too much, put that shit in slow motion. Yeah, I feel like an astronaut in the ocean. She say that I'm cool. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Falling out in a drought, no flow, rain was I'm pouring down See that pain was all around, see my mode was kinda lounge Didn't know which which way to turn, flow was cool but I still felt burned Energy up, you can feel my surge, I'ma kill everything like this purge Let's just get this straight for a second, I'ma work Even if I don't get paid for progression, I'ma get it Everything that I do is electric, I'ma keep it in emotion Keep it moving like an this shit in a frame, better know I don't blame everything that I say. Man, I seen you deflate. Let me elevate this in a prank. Have you walking on a plane? Both hands together, God, let me pray. Uh, I've been going right, right around, call that relay. Pass the baton, back in the mall, swimming in the pool, can't drink a mall. Uh, when a piece of this, a piece of mine, my piece of sign, can you please read between the lines? My rhymes inclined to break your spine. They say that I'm so fine, you could never match my grind. Please do not, not waste my time. What you know about rolling down in the deep when you when these people talk too much, put that shit in slow motion, yeah I feel like an astronaut in the ocean, ay What you know about rolling down in the deep When your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze When these people talk too much, put that shit in slow motion, yeah I feel like an astronaut in the ocean Hey, this is Homeboy88 of the Homeboy88 Podcast And good friend of the Pro Wrestling Coalition Network, the PWC Check out my podcast where all the podcasts are available. The Homeboy 88 Podcast. Thank you.
Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC Presents the Survivor Series Review Show. I'm your host Jimmy T and tonight my co-host, as per usual, he's been my co-host for the last, well, I don't know, six shows maybe? <laughs> maybe more? <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like I've been working with this guy way more than anybody else lately but he's none other than Dr. Jeff Littman. Welcome back. How are you? Feels like I never left. I- it I'm does. doing fine. Uh, I'm... You know, we're about 24 hours removed from the Survivor Series, and I feel like the world wants me to feel shame for not hating it, but I didn't hate it. There there were things I didn't like. There were parts that I didn't like a lot, but I I didn't hate the show. I actually thought the show was okay, and it's not like I was in a chat the whole time talking to people being distracted. Um, I just watched it with uh, Juventud Sicario, you know, and then... I don't know. We both seem to, you know, enjoy the show for the most part. It was too long, um, but serves me right for watching the whole pre-show, the whole hour-long thing. Oh, true. Well, I didn't watch the pre-show, thank God. But is Uvi to uh, Sicario now a pro wrestling fan? Is he? He uh, he, he already liked wrestling. Um, you know, he only knows WWE. Now he's starting to like like when he watches AEW. I think he only now is putting together that it's a different promotion altogether because um, they only have WWE where where he was. But yeah, he, he likes wrestling and he you know and he likes the different styles and you know it, you know it's fun. It's 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 good to see. It's you know but yeah, he likes wrestling. You know the one thing about wrestling, as as bad as it might be at times, and as bad as 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 jaded as we might be as longtime fans, it still is a very internationally friendly show i mean absolutely simple, simple story i mean it's sort of like tom and jerry cartoons i mean you, you don't really need to understand the words to sort of understand what's going on most of no that's very well put and what else pro wrestling does that i don't think anything else does across the world is bring people together in many ways i mean if it wasn't professional wrestling i mean i wouldn't know you right i mean it brings people from all walks of life and from every corner of the globe and I think that's a special thing and an amazing thing. And I think it actually pushes past even racial barriers in many ways. Not always, but Definitely in many ways it does. pushes past racial barriers. Rachel's <laughs> all over the place. I think, I think it was Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin and Lukashenko and, and Basso, what's his name? Bellasoni, Bassaroni. Oh, no, no, you're talking about Bellasconi. Bellasconi, right, in Brazil. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think, and Erdogan, I think if they just start oh, watching Erdogan, wrestling, the world will be a much happier place. Please don't don't bring up Erdogan over here because I, I don't like the guy whatsoever. But that's for another show, another well, story. I, I was naming bad guys, so, you know, <laughs> bad players on the international stage watch wrestling and they could become they could become lovely citizens, of global citizens. Well, what about the president of Tajikistan? But you were the president. Of I thought I was too. I mean, I'm pretty I, sure a horse is the president of the <laughs> Oh man! But Not anyway, a horse, one of those steps ponies that, that broke off from regular horses like millions of years before humans domesticated them. <laughs> You're a character, Jeff. Well, Survivor Series comes from, comes from us from New York, New York, at the Barclays Center in, in New York City, and uh, you know what, Jeff? Kings County. Brooklyn. Oh, sorry, it's still in New York City, so yes, it's in it Brooklyn. Is, it is. It, but when it, people say New York, New York, they mean Manhattan. Oh, 
okay. I mean, <laughs> but isn't Brooklyn, New York, New York too, pretty much? New York City has five boroughs. I know that. I know. The, the Bronx is, is the bottom part of upstate New York. Staten Island is an island. Brooklyn and Queens are both on Long Island. Uh, hey, and what's up with that? Well, yeah, well, uh, that's the thing. So, no, when people say New York, New York, they're, they're actually referring to the New York, New York zip code, uh, which is, uh, you know, in, in Manhattan. Okay, so you so see this is where I get confused. Why isn't Long Island part of like the, the the boroughs basically? You know what I mean? When it could be. Well, but they're not. They're two independent counties, and probably because their tax base is much better. Yes, <laughs> I hear. I hear. I hear. There's different rules apply in Long Island compared to the rest of New York City. Well, sure. I mean, they're, they're different municipalities. They they are separate, self, you know, self-governing autonomous zones to an extent just like the city is, is autonomous to an extent from the state of New York just like right. the state of New York is, is autonomous to an extent from the rest of the United States I mean well, that's know, we, have, we, have, we have a multi-tiered system here which is uh, extremely imperfect but uh, not not altogether different than many other places where well, I mean mayor you have mayors you have governors or provincial viceroys whatever you call them there head wallabies i don't know we we do have mayors we do have mayors right and we also do have uh but see our governors are called premiers here you have uh head kidnas head head kidnas we got uh emus well i mean kangaroo courts real kangaroo real kangaroo courts they're pretty much everywhere yeah that's right um, and, and the only devil that, that haunts you are Tasmania devils. Yes, but also koalas with chlamydia. Just stay away from koalas with chlamydia. Believe me when I tell you guys that. But anyway. I, I keep telling you to stay away <laughs> from the koalas because you're the one who probably gave them chlamydia. Uh, no comment. All right, Jeff, no comment. But anywho, let's get it popping. Um, with the with the pre-show, we had Shinsuke Nakamura defeating US champion Damien Priest by DQ in about nine and a half minutes in a non-title match. What do you think? Uh, this match was was pretty average. I mean, it, it was these guys have very similar styles, so it was sort of a little bit move for move. Uh, Damien Priest, I'm not quite sure what they're doing with him. They seem to be positioning him a little bit as a heel, and for whatever reason, everyone on Earth seems to be distracted by Rick Boogs playing the guitar, which is dumb. That nobody should have been distracted by it you know for some time now but Damian Priest got himself to disqualified by being you know warning Rick Boogs after the second or third time and going out and breaking Rick Boogs guitar uh, and then hitting Rick Boogs with it and then turning around and hitting, hitting Shinsuke Nakamura with it so nobody really lost I predicted Damian Priest would win this match uh, I would say that nobody won they both lost but in, in strict predictions I guess I lost this one and, and Smackdown got a win with Shinsuke getting the DQ win. I don't know if this will continue or not. They're on different brands, but I suppose they can do what they want. But this match was just okay. It was, you know, it was a pre-show match and you could tell. Did we make a prediction on this match in our predictions? We sure did. I I would have gone with Shinsuke, right? You may have, and and I'm the (laughs) one... And I did the whole speech how Shinsuke's there to lose. I mean, he's, he's he's not a big deal anymore. But you know, it was a it was a schmaz finish. Um, 
It was what it well, was. It was a pre-show match. Well, I hate to tell you this, Jeff. Well, that's one more for the good guys. There you go. One nil. Keep me keep me count. <laughs> Uh, I will. I will keep score. Thank you. But anyway, facts are facts. I don't. I don't don't fight Uh, facts. That's it. Well, we get our first official match of the evening for well between the Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch versus SmackDown's Women's Champion Charlotte Flair in a non-title match. And boy, oh boy, was this a beauty, dude! I mean, I got to say, this was a match of the night already. I, I mean, seriously. It was. It was. This was the best match of the night. Um, Becky Lynch was dressed like the Scarlet Witch, sort of. Um, uh, Charlotte Flair was decked out in black, like some Disney villainess. Um, but yeah, this 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 was a great match, and you know Charlotte tried to cheat by holding the ropes, <laughs> and uh, Becky reversed it and made sure the ref was looking the other way, and then she grabbed the ropes at a lower vantage point, the lower horizon, and got away with it, and she got the win. Um, Charlotte was like laughing throughout the in- entirety of the match. It, w- it was like, like, I don't know if she was trying to play it off. Like this is a joke or <laughs> if she really didn't care or if she had the tickles or if she was on laughing gas. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, it was somehow it sort of added to it. And, and, you know, Charlotte just slowly grabbed her belt. You know, I'm still champion strolled out. Uh, but this is, this is, I mean, I picked Charlotte to lose. And then and I, I even predicted the Tony storm, this will allow Tony Storm to get her win um, in the non-title match, and they'll do like a little, you know, Charlotte has a losing streak funk, but the office won, Charlotte lost, Becky won, and and but they protected everyone, and cool. That's two zip now, Jeff. What are you talking about? I, I picked Becky to win. Oh, I thought you picked Charlotte. Oh, you're lucky. You're lucky there. You, are you sure you picked Becky? I'm pretty sure I picked Becky. I'm 99% I, I, sure I did. I, and I'm pretty sure I call it as a schmaz, but that's all right. No, we don't get any extra points. <laughs> no but, extra uh, point to you, son, all right? So, so, two to, so two to one, assuming you're telling the truth. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm going to go back on that SmackDown show and, uh, and find out. But Flair rolled up Lynch and held the ropes while pinning her, but the referee spotted it. Lynch returned the favor by rolling up Flair and holding the ropes, but the referee missed it. And made yeah, the three count. Everybody is- needs to listen to our shows twice, including you, because uh, right now we're we're currently 70 on the PWC. 71. So to, 71. So if you listen to all of our shows twice, we're going to be at least at 69, <laughs> which, I mean, we could, we could stay frozen at 69, but I think well, if everyone listens to all the shows twice, we'll be like at 48. Well, believe it or not, we moved up 52 places, dude. We went up 52 places somehow, well, which is I quite believe a bit. It. I've, been on a, I've been on a lot more shows <laughs> consistently, so duh. <laughs> But what I was surprised about is that we are ahead of Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin show. Not that it's good. I've listened to it. It sucks. But uh, still, he's a he's a pretty big deal. Well, to be fair, I mean, does Stone Cold even bring in any more original content on his actual channel? I, I don't have a freaking clue. I listened to the first seven or eight episodes and said, I'm out. That's enough. Yeah, so this yeah, was yeah. probably back in 2014, 2015. I haven't, I haven't listened to him since. I've never listened to one of his interviews. I've never seen his Broken Skull sessions. I've never really? seen the TV show he had. Yeah, no interest. He, his sessions you know, have been great, on, dude. I see him on Tide Course. I don't. I have no interest <laughs> in hearing stories from old wrestlers. I'm just. Oh, yeah. I'm just not interested. I don't want to know any of these people. They all turn out to be terrible sooner or later. <laughs> not interested. Oh God, you heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. Anyway, after the match, Lynch taunted Flair, who laughed. Lynch then celebrated a win while Flair smirked as she headed to the back. I just want to say before we move on, Charlotte so no sold that that finish, dude. 
she just got straight back up, laughed, like you said, and walked on her ass on out of here, man. I mean... It was a roll-up. It was a roll-up, and it was leveraged by holding the ropes. That's, that's, it wasn't like she was hurt, so that's No, fine. I know, but just the way she paced out of the ring, and, and this be, I want to ask you something, Jeff. Do you think the heat is real between these two, or are they freaking working us? I would say that it's 10% real, 90% work. All right. Did you see the interview with Becky Lynch with Errol Hawani after the match? Did I just not tell you that I don't listen to their interviews? Uh, Well, you should have because she started crying. It was a pretty good... I might put it in the intro, as a matter of fact, because it's an important... important You know I fast forward through your intro, so... Well, you should hear this one. Believe me when I tell you. But I won't. All right. Fair enough. I mean... A man's got to have a code. (laughs) It's your loss. It's my Bushido. <laughs> Believe me when I tell you, just look at like go and look for it. Just just please. I'm telling you now. Not, not looking for exceptions to the rule. Ah, fair enough. Anyway. I'm a simple man. I keep I keep I keep things on one side of the line or the other side of the line. So big time Becky wins the match. Big time Becky, the man, whatever she is, she's a hundred different gimmicks now, but it is what it is. I didn't like what she was wearing. I think it was a bit uh <laughs> I mean, no, 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 don't get me wrong. I like oh that. God. It's just the rest of her sort of... Like, what's with the boots, dude? Like, they they look like they were coming out 20 I inches. I mean, yeah, the boots were a little bit weird, but uh, but the other things that were coming were ass cheeks. And, yeah, yeah, true. Uh, I mean, so, you know, and more than makes up for the weirdo boots. Yeah, no, fair enough. You got a point there. I mean, I know that she really doesn't have an ass, but but this this made it simulate that there was she an ass. Does, she does have a flat back, dude. Let's be serious here. It's all right. Listen, uh, you know, it's okay. <laughs> well, we move. Sorry, you know, you, you, you can't you can't limit yourself to one style, fellas. That's you just true. can't do it until you until you have to, and then you do. But until well, then, until then, you you know you gotta you gotta check out different uh, countries. <laughs> Petri dishes, I was gonna say, but that's all right. Different countries will do. You, you and the chlamydia, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Stop fucking marsupials. Uh, <laughs> anyway, moving to match number two, Jeff. And uh, this is between Team Raw, which was Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley with MVP, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, and Austin Theory versus Team SmackDown, which included Drew McIntyre, King Woods, Jeff Hardy, Happy Corbin with uh, Madcap Moss, and Sheamus in a Survivor Series elimination match. And I just want to say, this match I felt was very underrated. Yeah, I, I mostly enjoyed this match. I don't understand why Corbin got to keep his sidekick, but no one else got to keep their sidekick. That didn't make much sense, especially since Madcap Moss added nothing and didn't really factor in. Um, I don't know. I guess they just owed him money or something. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it started with with Kevin Owens basically insisting on starting the match, and then he rolled right out and got himself Which counted silly, out. Silly dude, walked right out. I mean, si- similar to you know Seth Rollins, so you know faces and heels alike were not happy with him. But uh, I, I thought the action was pretty good. Uh, Bobby Lashley killed somebody, and then uh, then while there was uh, other fighting going on, he decided to go after the other alpha male, and he targeted Drew McIntyre and. And they both got themselves counted out. I heard somebody say that the countout seemed fast. No, it didn't. It, it was slow, and they actually fell over the barriers into, into the 
you know, the crowd well where the ring keeper is and the, and the timekeeper and, and all that. And they were back there and the, and the count was still going. It was, it wasn't a fast count by any stretch. I mean, nothing like we saw later with Sasha, but the, right. so Lashley, who I was hoping would be the sole survivor or at least in the, in the survivor group um, got counted out with Drew McIntyre, but you know, I mean, that's sort of a, even split and yeah the, the raw team won which they should have it was it was just by one so seth rollins was the sole survivor i mean i i'm <laughs> really very over seth rollins and uh, apparently as as we record this on monday night we have learned that we're that we're not the only ones <laughs> who are over seth, seth rollins but uh, i guess we'll explore that uh, on another show um well you took the words out of my mouth jeff i was gonna say the same thing and then whack you did it. You keep Speak. saying that, but if you listen, if you want to get clever stuff in, you better do it yourself because otherwise I'm taking it. Jeez, I better Some, fucking get my head. shit in, man. No, no continue. On. There you are, definitely. Continue. Sorry for the interruption. Only the cream that rises to the top. The other stuff Whoa. I let sit there. You've done a Macho Man promo on me there. But uh, no, sorry about the interruption, but I just had to say, but continue on, Jeff. What are you talking about? We're co-hosts. There's no interruptions here. No, I, I, I said my piece so much. I agree with you. I, th- I, th- I thought it was. I thought it was entertaining. I, you know, I was surprised it was this early in the card. Um, you know, I thought maybe the tag team match would be next, but okay. Uh, you know, I was surprised how late the uh, battle royal was, but I guess because the whole night was a, a continuing con to make people think that the Rock was going to show up. Oh. But everybody knows. He's in Australia filming a movie. That's so, right. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't hidden. I mean, so maybe he would have done a video package or something. But, I mean, you asked me on Smack Talk and during the prediction show, is The Rock showing up? And I said, definitely not. And when you pushed me, I said, maybe a video package at best. But no, he's not, he's not going to be there. I mean, this, so, you know, if people are going to be duped, I mean, and get angry about it, you, you're angry that you were fooled. I mean, you're, you're a mark, you're, you're dopey. That was, that was, that was dumb, but I will say the, 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 the little storyline with the Cleopatra's egg thing, which is the tie into red notice. Right. uh, What the the fuck? Like if you didn't see red notice, you would have no idea what it was. I haven't seen it and I have no idea. First of all, for people who are interested in red notice, it's not a great movie, but it's a fun movie. I mean, you will not be angry at yourself for watching it if you if you do so now don't expect it to be like a well thought out you know intricate plot like the da vinci code or mission impossible just take it as a as a light-hearted spoof version almost like uh the uh spy movie with melissa mccartney it's it's you know it, it's sort of like that but it's it's funny it's 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 an easy two hours i mean it's 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 a popcorn friendly movie okay. that said it's also an extremely forgettable movie and so like i didn't even recognize the egg for what it was i thought like it was a football like i'm like maybe he's celebrating the xfl or something <laughs> XFL. But the rock by the xfl oh right. that could be the plan or maybe like the rock let him buy a minority partnership and i didn't hear about her they're gonna announce it <laughs> here uh vince looked weird and he like when he was speaking it wasn't loud enough like he wasn't mic'd up Jeff, it's my golden goose. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought it was—the golden goose egg. And then Roman Reigns walked in, and I thought, "Oh yeah, this makes sense." <laughs> well, that was good. That was a funny scene. But I, I mean, I guess where I start on this train was I thought that maybe you know because the battle royal wasn't the pre-show and wasn't early on in the match. The later it went, the more uh, I guess suspense uh, suspense it was supposed to build that The Rock may show up in some way, shape, or form. 
I mean, I, I guess in some manner, Peacock does keep track of the views and the length of the views. There were ads during this. I know a lot of people didn't get ads who had a, who have a, who still have the WW network. Well, I didn't get no ads. Premium. So like I didn't like the like the promo that people said they got about Zia Lee and the promo and the package they got about Bobby Lashley that made him look like a face. I didn't see any of that. I got commercials. By the way, many of the same commercials that we've been seeing on other wrestling shows as well. So again, uh, but but I didn't keep track of the commercials uh, with particularity. But yeah, um, I agree with you. I think this was an underrated match. I, I enjoyed the men's battle uh, Royal Rumble. You know, nothing to write home about, but it was nothing to complain about either. Well, Team Raw gets the win as Seth Rollins was the sole survivor to win the men's elimination match in 30 minutes. Then, until he got eliminated himself by a fan with a great spear, I must add. It was at least 24 hours later. Oh, was this on Raw that it happened? I thought so. I thought it was Survivor Series, dude. I was pretty sure. Oh, I could have sworn it was Survivor Series. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was Raw. It probably was Raw. I think it was Raw. Um, uh, anyway, so I picked raw, so I now have two right and one wrong. So I'm not sure where you were. I'm pretty sure I picked raw as well, but I'm not a hundred percent certain. So it, it's might be three and O oh to two to one. Right. But we'll see. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to write it down. Once we do this show, I'm going to go back on the smack talk and we've done our prediction towards the end of the show. So it shouldn't be too hard to find. And I want to list. I want to write down the 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 winner between you and I in the predictions. Right? How's that? Well, I'm I'm sure you're the winner because I know that I got the next match wrong because I picked the Usos to win and they lost. Right. Well, we do move on to the which was the Battle Royal. I'm pretty sure. Well, before we go on, we do get a backstage security guard stood in front of Vince McMahon's dressing room. Roman Reigns shows up and stared at at the security guard down until he moved aside. Reigns knocked on the door and entered, then shook hands with Vince, who had his golden egg in a case on his on his desk. Like I mentioned before, he felt like the golden goose to me, and that was the little, you know, joke about it. Am I, am I wrong? I mean, he shot the gobbledygooker. Right. <laughs> That's true. Where was he, for Christ's sake? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, this was weird. And he's talking about it being worth $100 million. I mean, even in the movie, they were supposed to be worth like $300 million each, like together. Really? Uh, so, I mean, they didn't even get the number right. Well, Vince spoke of rock star- starting 25 years ago. Vince said the egg was not a stage prop. It was the real thing. And said it was worth $100 million. Almost as much as my next contract, Rain said before leaving the room. <laughs> right, good line. So I'll line, Tribal Chief. I acknowledge yeah, you. I acknowledge you too, Tribal Chief. Well, we move on to match number three, the, the 25-man dual brand battle royale. And I'm pretty sure we both got this one right because Omos gets the win. Yep, I absolutely picked Omos. And we got a lot of the participants correct also. Really? I, yeah, that's I true. I mean, we, we threw some in there that weren't there. I forgot that the Viking Raiders existed. Me too. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Los Lotharios weren't in there, but they... You know, I guess they have more people on the roster. I thought, I mean, Reggie, I don't believe was in there, but our truth was, Yep. Um, but you know, they threw Gulak in there and, you know, well, you know, uh, 
Mansoor was there. I don't think Ali was there. I don't it doesn't matter. Either. I mean, we got we got the Otis Omos. Um, yeah, we did. How's that? I told you that was going to happen for sure. I know. I that, like, I'll give you that one. That's true. But it's just funny yeah. because we predicted it to a T without knowing who was actually participating. I I knew it without even seeing it. Uh, I you know Shanky, the least intimidating seven footer of all time, <laughs> got absolutely owned by Omos. Uh, Colonel De Beers, I mean Colonel Aziz, and almost never really had a moment, which I think was a waste because Colonel Aziz could use a little heat, but I guess I didn't mm. want to give him any heat. I don't um, want to give him anything, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, they really don't. Um, yeah, um, whatever. I, I, you know, I like a battle. Royal. I like every battle royal. I even like the women's casino battle royal on the first <laughs> all out or double or nothing, whatever it was which was an absolute train wreck. I love battle royals. They're, to me, it's like watching Demolition Derby. I th- so I, I don't think I've ever not liked a battle royal. I like yeah. this one. Too. It was me short. Too. The guy I, I picked one, the guy I picked to win, did win. Um, and people always pick the giant, but the giant doesn't usually actually win. Fact. Usually like 17 people, you know, target the giant and, you know, throw them out. So anyway, it, it, it was fun. You know, fun little segment. It was fine. Absolutely. And after some advertising and other rock videos, it begins to air. Smith, McAfee, and Saxton recap the kickoff show match. But then we move on to match number four. Raw Tag Team Champions Randy Orton and Riddle versus SmackDown Tag tag Team Champs Jimmy Uso and Jay Uso in a non-total match. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't can't go for it. The problem with the battle royal was this: the street okay. profits and that idiotic Pizza Hut shit. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Right. First of all, Pizza Hut's disgusting. Second of all, what was so special about that one box that was sitting there all the time? I mean, there were there was two tables lined with with these boxes all the place, but everyone's fighting over the one box. Just like walk over up the <laughs> ramp and like help yourself. And, That'd be and, logical. And like he's throwing pieces into the audience. I mean, in this world, like somebody's gonna say it hit them in the eye and like so <laughs> I'm not laughing because of that, but it's true though, man. It's actually true. I mean, you know how many lawsuits WWE have had, and people aren't really aware of this, but you know, with the fireworks going off all the time, do you know how many times that's hit actual fans? I did I don't know. People have actually died. I kid you not. Look look into it. You you'll be shocked. People well, I know they stopped died. doing pyro for because of insurance reasons. Exactly, <laughs> insurance reasons. Now think about that for a second. And, and some and some venues won't let them do pyro. Period. Well, there's a good reason behind it. Like if you look yeah. into it, it's kind of very hidden, but you can well, find it if you great actually. Great White New Hampshire. I mean, <laughs> <it's> the, <laughs> the, the Great White concert was a White Lion, one of those bands, anyway. Um, but but yeah, I, this the, the you know I get it in-show sponsorships on a pay-per-view type network premium streaming event that's that's a big deal that's so you have to feature them this was not nearly as bad as the batista uh, army of darkness or whatever his movie yeah. army of the dead movie where they had the zombie thing was the worst thing i've ever seen on wrestling tv <laughs> God. ever right up there with with this is your life bailey and, and <laughs> sisters maybe even worse um <laughs> So this was this was not even close to that bad, but this was like similar to the Kentucky Fried Chicken, and Dolph Ziggler as. <laughs> hey, that as was kind of amusing though, dude. Come on. Mm, well, all right. Well, this 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 was below that. Then I'll give you that. But <laughs> I mean, it was stupid, but it, but it was not quite offensive. It was almost offensive, but it was not quite offensive. 
Well, the Battle Royal itself went for about 10 minutes and 45 seconds, which is probably one of the quickest Battle Royales in, in many ways. But, uh, but after the match, Styles returned to the ring and celebrated with Omos. Styles went to ringside and was going to grab the pizza, like we were saying, but Ford caught him with a kick and then tossed pizza slices to the crowd. As you said, Ford grabbed the rest of the pizza and went to the stage where he and Dawkins tossed more slices and ate some on the stage to end that friggin' schmoz at the end. That's how you spell victory, by grabbing Pizza Hut pizza and throwing yep. it into the crowd. Winning. Woo. That's right, saving face. <laughs> well, we move on to match number four for the Raw Tag Team Champions, as I said earlier, between Orton and Riddle versus SmackDown Tag Champs, the Uso Brothers. Now, this is this was... I felt like this match didn't live up to the hype in many ways, Jeff. I don't know why, just... I don't know. I was I was sort of put off by the match a little bit. Where I thought I was really going to enjoy it. I thought the match was fine. It's just it's they did what I was afraid they were going to do and have the Usos lose and and like you know I'm tired of the cronies for the for the Roman Empire to be just cronies and and you know you know there's there's only a few losses between J and J security and being okay. the Usos. Just having those belts doesn't make you winners. So. Uh, you know they're already they already get beat up by Big E. You know two of them against one, and uh, you know the, I, I just don't like that. I, I don't I don't like when you know it, it, the factions they have people that are obviously the, the weak links. I mean, you know the, you know I don't like it in the elite, but at least it's Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa. I mean, <laughs> so not the Usos. So you know, I mean, th th this could have been where they had Bronson Reed come in and, and you know, be the be the heavy but get beat up a lot. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. Whatever. But I, no, I thought the match was fine. I mean, the Usos really do tag team wrestling well. The or the RK Bros are a team that people like. Um, again, I was a little bit surprised because I thought tonight was going to be the Roman Empire's night, but I guess it was more going to about an even distribution of wins, but um, more the important ones towards Raw um, so that they could have the numbers, but but not the big one. But no, I I, I thought this match was was fine. I thought, thought it was actually pretty good. And there was a little bit of a swerve where the RK bros sort of outsmarted them because the Usos didn't know who the legal man was. They were focusing on Riddle who sold the hell out of things and Norton came out of nowhere and does what he does. He did an RKO out of nowhere. He's the cerebral assassin. He, he knows who the right guy is and when to do it and hit it. They got the win. No titles changed. So there you go. Well, I did think it was a solid match. And what I find cool, right, is the Autumn Milestones are really impressive now, dude. I mean, he's just 41 years old and doesn't seem to be slowing down at all. Mm -hmm. which, is, which is funny. I mean, but apparently he will be slowing down very soon because... Apparently, his next contract is going to be way less dates. I know. I keep hearing about it, but you know, like <laughs> for the last year and a half, I've been hearing how he's going to slow down. Meanwhile, he's he's everywhere. But yeah, I mean, or Orton's been great the last couple of years. He, even when he has been great, he's been he's been carrying as much as the load as he possibly could. I mean, that that Edge Orton stuff was tedious as far as I was concerned, and some of the shit with the Fiend was awful. I mean, but he, you know, he. he did his part, you know, he played his role. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought you were going to talk about how he's the the winningest like wrestler in, in raw history. He's had the most matches on pay-per-views. He's had the most matches on raw. Uh, like he's breaking all sorts of records. Well, and, and I did he, mention the Orton milestones. <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't say what they were. Right. Well, now you did. So I didn't have to. 
well good on me I, I, <laughs> I, you know i'm just going from memory i, I hope i'm right <laughs> no you are right you, you you're absolutely right he's got all sorts of milestones and he's still only 41 so randy congratulations mate it's well earned give yourself a barry horowitz pat on the back that's right from the 71st ranked <laughs> network podcast um uh empire yeah, that, well, that works. Empire, is that too grandiose a word? No, that, I think it's fair. <laughs> well, you're okay with us. That's it. Well, the match went for about 14 and a half minutes. So, yeah, it was, like I said, I thought it was a solid match. You thought it was a good match. It was all right. It was it was good enough for me, you know what I mean? But yeah. mind, we go to another rock video that begins to air following some advertising. But backstage, we get Sonny Deville was on the phone while sitting next to Adam Pierce. She hung up the phone when Vince McMahon entered the room. Vince noticed that someone stole his golden egg. Vince told Deville to call the cops. Pierce told McMahon that it was possible that it was one of the superstars who stole it. What a snitch, Pierce. Yeah, is. way to throw them under the bus. Like they could <laughs> possibly time. be any other suspects. <laughs> maybe it was Pierce himself. Maybe, maybe it's the guys that we pay the most. And well, maybe they're mad because I fired them all. I mean, this whole thing with Vince McMahon was so tone deaf. He's coming in and everyone's cheering him and happy to see him. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't do it. You're fired. No, just kidding. Yeah. Well, apparently it was described as a Cleopatra's egg, Jeff. Yes, a Cleopatra's egg. Sure. Another Greek. Another Greek. Absolutely. Well, next we get the Zoya. Of the Ptolemaic line, I believe. She's uh, actually related to Alexander the Great from Thessaloniki or Salonika, whatever you want to call it. Thessaly. That's where she originates from, but she was born and you know, bred in Egypt, obviously. But her lineage comes from the northern Greece. From, but Ptolemy. The Ptolemaic line got, got the Egyptian uh, territories and turned it into the new breadbasket, thus, uh, thus making the... Uh, uh, Black Sea, Greek cities less important. Well, you know, it was only a modern day thing that, that the Greeks sort of disappeared from Egypt. I know a lot of Greeks that were actually from Alexandria. You know what I mean? Oh, but I then uh, there was a Islamic sort of Arab spring, shall we say, to, to get all Christians and Greeks out of well, the country. You're, well, you're going hundreds of years later. No, 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 no. This was like in the 50s, 60s when this actually happened. Yeah, well, we're talking about Cleopatra. There was. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, of course. Right. Like, yeah, you're right. Hundreds of years like later. No, no, you're right. Nine. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. I misunderstood. Right, right. No, you're right. Spot on. Cleopatra <laughs> was like in, in like the first century. No, yeah. I know. I know. Don't mind me. I thought you said something else and I misunderstood maybe, you, but it's all good. Maybe you're even right. Just before the first century, maybe still in AD. I'm, I'm not oh, sure. <laughs> have they found a tomb, actually? I have not. Apparently, they might have found it. Like, they found her sister, apparently. Like, they have actually found her sister. But how do they know? What DNA do they have to compare it to anybody? Like, do you know what I'm saying? I don't understand how they come up to those conclusions. I don't know. I don't know. You, that, that sounds like a mission for Garden of Doom. It absolutely does sound like a mission for Garden of Doom. Absolutely. Which you can find right here on the PWC network. You can? You can. And also wow. on appmarkmedia.com. That sounds like a good show. And I'll plug these guys and on the Wrestling Soup Networks. What's up, Mish? Aww. What's up, Mish? And what up, Kev? I thought you had your own network. <laughs> anyway, we, we won't go there. But but hi to the, to the Soup Boys. I, I'm innocent. I don't even know what you're talking <laughs> about. I, I don't know anything about this stuff. Shout out to KC, man. We still love you. It's all good, bro. But anyway, 
We move on to a Zaya Lee comic book vignette from SmackDown. That's, that will that's show. a freaking castle you're talking about. I'm sorry. Uh, you're right. No, no, no. Hey, you've got to bow down. Hey, do you know who he is? He's yeah, Kevin fucking to, Castle, Jeff. I'm trying to make sure you know who he is. <laughs> I know. Hey, shout out to Don Tony for blocking me, then following me. Make up your mind, man. <laughs> like, what's going I, on I, over I here? I recommend blocking him, Don Tony. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks he, for the he, follow. Yeah. He actually doesn't tweet anything. He just he just tweets, "Hey, check out my latest podcast." Oh, pig's ass, with a, Jeff. With a different with a different link. He's he says he doesn't tweet much, right? But he's tweeting every day, all Who? day. Don Tony. Oh, I, I don't follow him. Well, that's why you haven't noticed. Yeah. Well, I I mean I know that he says that he doesn't follow social media, but he's constantly talking about social media. So <sighs> I mean, yeah. I mean. But that's all right. I mean, listen, we we all we all have our things. Lord <laughs> Lord knows I've got my things. So you know, whatever. He's he's the podfather. It's all good. The podfather, indeed. Even though you're such a hypocrite, DT, but it's all good. We still love you, man. You still put out you, a good show. You are going to get yourself with the block city again. Oh well, it happens. So anyway, know, if, he blo- if he blocks me, I, I won't even know. Well, if he blocks me. Then I'll know he actually listens to the shows. I'm assuming he listens to the shows to, to be following me. But it is I, what it I, is. I've never been anything but civil to Mr. Tony. And shout outs to Solomon, so he's actually put us over before and I appreciated that. Thank you, Jason Solomon. Really? Yeah, he what did. He well, he put over the, the, the network. Really? Yeah. Which That's was really nice. Yeah, that was really nice. Which surprised me. I didn't expect it. But anyway. I, I worked in, in a North Korean labor camp being his moderator for two and a half years and got nothing. Yeah, I was shocked, dude. I didn't expect it. Like, it, it's not like we are. Yeah, it was weird. But I'm not bitter. It was a it was a great experience. I have met lots of wonderful people, and I still maintain many friendships. I and mean, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for that. Right. I mean, uh, heck, I even knew who you were, Jeff, long before we even met on Facebook. <laughs> Put it that way. Thanks to the soup guys and even Jason Solomon. So... Sure. I mean, shout out sure. to Jace. Yeah, well, the, the interconnectivity, the matrix, so to speak. We're all connected one way or the other, Jeff, somehow, some way. But let's go on back to Survivor like, Series. Like, like the stereo MCs. Like the stereo MCs. Do you remember that? No, I just made it up. There's actually stereo MCs, but anyway. I know, stereo MCs. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Jeff, let's move on to match number five. With, with it's team- all connected. <laughs> Riding's on the wall. <laughs> if you stay, stumble, oh, you might no. fall. Stumble, you might fall. This was not my idea, folks, all right? This is this is all Jeff, not me. But we get the Women's Survivor Series this match. This was in summer 1993, Walk of Shame, that song. Well... In 1993, I believe I was 11 years old, 12 years old. I was pretty young. I was studying for the bar exam and <laughs> sometimes doing a walk of shame. Whoa. We won't go there on this show. That's <laughs> We need a new show. we got to get like, you know, like growing up Don Tony. We need growing up Jeff Lippman. No, we don't. <laughs> I think that'd be interesting. I, I, honestly, we don't. I, I mean, not to sound too Dr. Evil-ish, but... but uh, <laughs> 
The details of my life are quite uninteresting. There are parts. <laughs> Don't are listen to that, that folks. Right. He's lying. There, there, there are segments that are really, really interesting, but my <laughs> overall life is not all that interesting. Oh, Those segments of my guy. life can be explored, explored, but it doesn't require an entire show. That That is for sure. And, <sighs> you know, but we'll see. I'll reveal little pieces when we have, listen, everyone's done the walk of shame. I just, I just <laughs> tie that song to it. Uh, Jeff, I love, I love it, man. Like, I, I know you, you like, you're a lawyer and you're playing it down and like, you didn't have an interesting life, but come on, Jeff, come on now. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I really didn't. I mean, I, <laughs> like I said, there, there have been moments, there have been times, there have been epochs, there have been years that have been interesting, but you know, over the course of 53 years, probably 45 of those years were pretty uneventful. Okay. I believe you, Jeff. I, I truly believe you. Well, anyway, like I was trying to say, we move on to the women's Survivor Series elimination match. For Team Raw, we had Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Camella, and Queen Zelina versus Team SmackDown in Sasha Banks, Shotzi, Shayna Baszler, Natalia, and everybody's favorite Australian chick, Tony Storm. This match sucked. It sucked bad. This match I sucked. I don't even want to talk about this match. It sucked that bad. And and believe me, I couldn't even concentrate on the damn match till the very end. Until even when Tony Storm was getting a bit of a streak and then she had to be eliminated anyway. Don't care. She stinks. So, so, oh, Sasha blind, broke the 10 count twice, but they still counted her out. Liv Morgan, there's never a match that she's in where she doesn't mess up moves. I, I, yep, I agree. I, I, I mean, I don't really understand why there's such a such a groundswell of support for her. I mean, other than she's cute, but I mean, there there have been other attractive women. Uh, I agree. She's like the get... girl next door, Jeff. That's probably what the appeal is. Uh, I mean, I think they're like, Bailey is more like the girl next door. I don't know. I mean, Yeah, but she's too much of a prick now to be that. You know what I mean? When she was hugging yeah. everybody, she definitely was. Like Tegan Knox is sort of like the girl yeah, next absolutely. door. Absolutely. I, I agree with you on that one, 100%. Like, like Liv Morgan, no, she's no. I, I, there's no next door where she lived. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get my drift though? I mean, yeah, she's trying hard to have a gimmick. She was Enzo Amore's ex-girl, right? And, and like, yeah, look, I, I understand the appeal. I still don't understand why everyone's starting to go crazy. She's not that good in the ring. Has she really improved that much? She has improved a little bit. Don't get me wrong. She's gone worse. You, you think she's gone worse? I don't know about getting worse. I mean, come on, Jeff. That's a bit harsh. It's uh, Well, it's not harsh. I just think that she's gone worse. I mean, I don't think she was that great to begin with. I mean, I don't even think she'd be one of the top women in AEW. Wow. Uh, you're probably right. No, no, no. You're probably I, right. I think, that, I think that she's Anna Jay, Taya Conti. She's a bit above, she's above them too, surely. Maybe, but she's below Ruby. She's below Serena. She's below oh, way below Serena. Tita, she's below Thunder Rosa. I would say she might skill wise. She might be a hair above Britt Baker, but personality wise, she's a million times behind Britt Baker. Britt Baker has improved leaps and bounds since she, she since sorry, excuse me, since her heel turn. And but, uh, by the way. I should I should clarify. I don't mean personal. I mean 
I know, I know, I know. I get you. I just, want the, I just want the audience to make sure. I mean, I, I, I don't know either of them and their personalities. I'm sure they're both lovely ladies. But, I mean, you know, wrestling persona-wise, Britt is a, I mean, she's a top five or ten character in wrestling. But in ring, she's not that much better when you really think about it. No, no, she's 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 not very good. Um, I would say I I would put Liv above Britt Baker, but just below like Jamie Hader. I'd put Britt Baker above Liv Morgan now, only because she's finally broken out completely. Whereas Liv Morgan is trying to break out still. She's getting there. She's I'm close. Just in ring. I'm just talking about just playing in ring. Uh, look, I'll still put Britt Baker above Liv Morgan, surely, because Britt Baker well, gets understand psychology. You know what I'm saying? You really think that? Well, it doesn't matter. The point. The point is that we're we're both saying that she's fairly mediocre. Yeah, but it makes it sound like we t- we're saying that Britt Baker is pretty mediocre. We really, I, th- I don't think we're giving her enough credit because she's improved uh, big time. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's improved from. Like really bad and green to pretty mediocre with a great character. With a great character that understands her character too and understands who she is and how to play that role. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Liv Morgan has no no idea. Listen, I, I was a fan of, of heel Britt Baker from Jericho Cruz. Right. Number one, when everyone was like shaming her for making fun of Shivani being a, a barista and saying that she was drunk. And I'm like, I don't care. If she's drunk, keep feeding her shots. That was brilliant. <laughs> I love it. I want more of it. And then people slowly started getting on, on board with me, pun intended. But <laughs> right there, cruise ship number one, cruise ship number two. I'm like, yes, this is fabulous. I, I, I was on board right there from the beginning. So everyone else can can. You know, you, you follow me because I remember what was happening. She's so mean. He, the guy was just trying to make money for his family. How, how could she make fun of him? Like, <laughs> now she could literally spit on, on their, you know, mother in a nursing home and they'd say she was great. Uh, yeah, I get you. I agree. But but the match comes down to Belair for Raw and Shotzi for SmackDown. Shotzi performed a cross body block from the ropes, but Belair rolled through. Shotzi slammed Belair's head onto the mat. Belair eventually hit the KOD and scored the clean pin on Shotzi. Team Raw's Bianca Belair was the sole survivor to win women's elimination match. In 23 minutes and 45 seconds, it was 23 minutes too long though, Jeff. And this was predictable. I believe we called this ending too, pretty much. Well, we, I mean, I said that, that Sasha and Shotzi wasn't, weren't going to be able to coexist, that that was the story. Um, I did think that Liv might get the winning pin just because they want to make us believe that she can be Becky, but I guess no I don't care about that. And but this was basically to keep Bianca strong. I mean, at some point it was four against one, uh, four SmackDown women against Bianca Belair, and and she beat them all. Um, right. So you know, obviously Bianca looks strong, and and out of all of the performers in this, she, she looked good. And and I heard people saying, why was Natty in there so long? Natty is there to try to keep order in this yep, chaos. She's, absolutely. She's, she's the ring sergeant. That's yep. why she's in the match, and that's why she didn't lose right away. Um, but, yeah, uh, Bianca looked really strong, and, and that's terrific, and, and we'll play off that. But, I mean, I did not watch Raw, but by the time people hear this, I will have. And I'm sure there'll be something with Dewdrop and Bianca, you know, that has already happened in the past, but we'll, I'll see in my future. Well, for, for any of the listeners that don't realize it about Natalia, that complain why Natalia's in the match, she's pretty much the golden hen in the women's locker room. She pretty much can even fire 
or hire you if she wanted. That's how much control and power she has in the women's locker room, legitly. I did not know that, Jimmy T. I did not know that. Well, now you know. <laughs> it's true. But uh, look, the effort was there, but the but I felt this match was laid out kind of oddly in many ways. You know what I mean? And it I had stunk. some right. And I, don't, I, and I don't know which part of it stunk was was unclear, but it stunk. Right, and it had a lot of rough moments. As much as I enjoy Belair, I also have to be careful to avoid pushing her as a superwoman in many ways. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Anyway, you, you're right, Jeff. Are you, you there, man? Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. I mean, Natalia's just there to keep order and to try to try to make a cohesive match. She failed at it, but uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, the, this match was a train wreck. Uh, you know, well, not a, not a beautiful train wreck. Two, two to that. And that then is for NXT War Games on December fifth, and another rock video, here, Jeff. Another freaking rock video. Oh, but the ads for NXT War Games were so short. It's like they don't even care. I think they just showed Braun Breaker, and that was it. Yeah. I mean, I think there were an aggregate of three ads that maybe lasted 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll move on to a backstage segment where Paul Heyman was shown walking backstage when Kayla Braxton jumped out and startled him, as per usual, like we see every week on SmackDown. And then uh, they made love. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, there's sexual tension building here. But anyway... She he informed- is so doing it from behind. <laughs> I wonder why. He, so she doesn't have to see his. Uh, she doesn't have to see his head. Oh yeah, it's a mercy for him, for her, <laughs> not for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, she's she's a very cute woman, but yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely giving her the business. Oh man, you're classic, dude. That that was that was bloody brilliant, seriously. But uh, it's funny as I'm reading. Well, forget I was getting he's a like, phone he's call. Like, He's like, acknowledge me. Call me the tribal chief. Call me your tribal chief. Well, she informed Heyman that Brock Lesnar's suspension is no longer is sorry because I was getting another phone call. Then is no longer indefinite, which did not please him. Additional video packages okay. then can aired. We, can, we, can we break in here? Like, what is so troubling about it's no longer indefinite? All that means is that it's definite. Definite can mean infinite. It could mean a long period of time. It could mean that it's ending any time. But indefinite just means it's a question mark. I would rather know what it is. It not being indefinite is not necessarily bad news for Paul Heyman or or the Roman Empire. So I, I don't know what he's getting all stymied and, and upset about. Well, I mean, you know, you know, definite, you, you can plan with definite. You can't plan with indefinite. Well, what gets me, Jeff, is the fact that do we need to see another Roman Brock match anyway? I don't know. I'm just saying that, that, that if it's not indefinite by definition, it's finite. <laughs> True. I mean, don't worry. Or infinite. It, infinite. But, but it, yeah, but it's not unknown. It's true. It's damn true, as Kurt Angle would say. But, yeah, you know, that's something to be for you, dude. I mean, Paul Heyman should know words. He's the wise man. He is, but apparently he wasn't that wise this time around. So, Kayla, mm-hmm. Kayla got him on, you know, for tonight. But I'm sure Heyman will I get her back he was on SmackDown. On zipper and lifting up, lifting up her skirt. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, I don't know where they're going with these two. To be honest with you, like, are they? Where they're going? They're obviously going to go to Samoa, where the where the tribal oh, God. welcome them with the, you know, the huts of love. Oh, the- <laughs> And where she can easily get a quick divorce from whatever sh- sh- blubble she's actually married to. 
Isn't he a celebrity that she's married? Doesn't matter. Not in, not in Samoa, he's not. <laughs> anyway. I have no idea who she's married to. I'm pretty no. sure it was some celebrity. I can't remember his name. I remember reading it recently, but I'll, I'll get back to you on that one. But we is, moved- is it Megan Morant? Definitely. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm glad I didn't really see her tonight. Was she even on the show? I, I wouldn't know. I, would have I, I don't think she was, but that's... I'm I have programmed myself not to see blonde robots any longer. Uh, well, other than Kayla, Kayla, I mean, everyone else is a blonde robot. That oh, look well, alike. She's well, she's not. Thank God. Thank you I, for I, Kayla I, I Braxton. Charlie Caruso. Yeah, but that, how did WB mess her up? I mean... She was even sneaky with a lot of the under-the-table sort of jokes, even sexually and all sorts of shit, if you know what I mean. Is, is she doing anything important at ESPN? Well, to be honest, I haven't been paying attention to ESPN lately, but I'm sure she is. Isn't she on SportsCenter? I have no idea. I don't watch SportsCenter. I don't watch sports. I usually do watch SportsCenter. I'm, all- I'm a wrestling fan. I don't watch sports. <laughs> well, I do, but I just haven't been lately for whatever reason when it comes to ESPN. I'll get back right, to you on that you one. You mean the last 35 years? I get it. <laughs> well, whoever she's working for, and I know it is ESPN, she's an asset in many ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we finally moved to the main event, Jeff, and it's the WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman versus WWE Champion Big E in a non-title match. This was sort the of... Match? Yeah, it started off sort of crap. I thought it ended good, but I felt like it made Biggie look very weak in many ways too. Well, this is why forbidden doors are forbidden because if you can't even book brand versus brand without some people being upset, imagine promotion versus promotion. Um, I thought it was fine, but I always thought Roman was going to win this. I thought Roman should win this. I don't think Biggie is the guy. He's protected by having that little injury that you know his knee, his knee was tweaked. Um, Roman looked good. You know, I have no issues. I thought it was a good match. It's just that it was, it was on too late. I really, you know, when that show went past 11, right. I lost a lot of my steam and, you know, I blame the pre-show match, which was unnecessary and useless. Then the battle Royal, which although I enjoyed it, there was no purpose for it. Um, and uh, you know, and and the women's Survivor Series match, which you know really could have been four and a half minutes. Oh, that match, yeah, don't even make me think about that match again. But look, I don't know where you go with Big E from here, man. I I want Lashley just to grab that damn belt straight back off him and just let him hold it. But then again, that made Lashley look like a goofball as well in the Survivor Series elimination match earlier in the night. I felt like. And is the Hurt Business still a business? Uh, part of the business is doing okay. Some of the business is, <laughs> uh, I think, in a reorganization structure. Um, I think I think they're somewhere between Dollar Tree and Ollie's Retail. Oh, well, that's very cheap. Top Dollar Tree. <laughs> Literally top dollar. Well... Well, the match was up, you know, sort of a Top little bit. Dollar up. Tree, when you don't got that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, Remember that Married with Children where the pizza guy comes and he's like, nine bucks. Now Bundy goes, I don't got that kind of money. Yeah, I do, actually. I used to love Married with Children, man. That was one of my favorite shows growing up. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, it's classic. I don't got that kind of money. It's nine <laughs> bucks. 
Well, I'm not going to go move for move, but Biggie ran Reigns into the barricade. He tried to run Reigns into the steps, but Reigns reverses it. Biggie sold his knee injury from early in the match after hitting the steps. Reigns ran and leapt off the steps and hit a Superman punch. Back in the ring, Biggie went for his finisher, but Reigns slipped out of it and clipped Biggie's bad knee. Reigns ran the ropes and speared Biggie and then pinned him clean for the 1 2 3 in about 21 minutes and 55 seconds. And that pretty much sums up Survivor Series pretty much. There was a lot of draining long matches. The matches on average. The with that match is that Roman should have had a blue glove instead of a red glove. True. What's up with the red glove? I don't know. I don't know what's up with the glove, period. But What um, is up I, with the glove? Is it an Illuminati thing? Is he illuminated by the glove? You know what they say about the glove, right? The one glove? I don't know. Michael Jackson had one. I'm pretty sure he was no Illuminati. Well, I don't know about that. I bet you he was at first. That's why he was getting away with... Uh, mm. uh, I don't know. You know, he, it don't matter, though, because who's really bad? I don't know. If you look at the man <laughs> in the mirror and you change your ways. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I mean, I, I'm guessing that you know, maybe it's to protect the himself oh. and the other people from the Superman punch, which maybe sometimes oh. gets too close. No, um, but uh, it, it should have been. Stop calling me Shirley. It should have been a blue glove. Um, that's all. That's that's all I'm saying. He's he's SmackDown. So, but yeah, I, I have no complaints with this match. I know people are whining. Me and Biggie should have won. No, he shouldn't. It's nah, Roman Reigns is the biggest star in wrestling. I dare say he might be the only star in wrestling. Do you consider him a draw? So the extent that, yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I, I think that he probably is a draw. I mean, not like Hulk Hogan or Steve Austin. Oh, no, we The Rock no. was, but for for today, yeah, I mean, it. You know, we'll never have that alternate timeline where if he never adopted this persona or or. You know, he wasn't in wrestling any longer, what, what the difference would be. So, you know, it, it's only a thought experiment. But, yeah, I, I think that he's a draw. I mean, I tune in to watch him a lot of times. I mean, uh, I wouldn't pay money to see a WWE show in person, maybe a pay-per-view, but not a not a SmackDown or a Raw. That I, I mean, that is a giant waste of money. Um, and WWE, heed my words, because that's why you're not filling up arenas, because people know that in your three-hour show – that probably the most action they're getting is when they tape main event or velocity or whatever the 205 live or whatever those shows are. And then the, the rest of the three hours, they're going to get maybe an hour worth of action and two hours worth of crap. <laughs> um, and then and I'm not paying, you know, $200 for that when I can pay $30 to see final battle True. or pay $65 to see an AW pay-per-view. Absolutely. And they're very much worth it too. But in saying that, You've been to other, like you've been to WWF, WWE events, right, in the past? In the past, in the distant past, um, you know, but that's when Raws mattered. Things happened. But, right, right. Uh, but I also went to, I mean, the last Raw WWE show I went to, non-NXT, was uh, a Raw house show. I mean, this was back Santino and Vladimir <laughs> yeah. Koloff or whatever. Oh. Kozlov. Or, Kozlov, Kozlov, Kozlov right, yep. I mean... You know, and and I went with my friend and his double, son double and, and my you know my two sons, so it was mostly for the kids, right? Um, and they loved it, and I you know, I hated it. I thought it was terrible. I'm like, really? 
<laughs> Sometimes house shows are right. I've been to plenty of house shows, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty crap. Sometimes you get some gems. You do get experimental shit that happens on the shows that you won't that you might not see on TV, but then you end up seeing the same shit from TV on a house show at the same time. Right. If it works, you see it again on TV or on a right. paper because they're they're you know they're testing their dances. Right, absolutely. But eh, it's not like a pay-per-view and it's definitely not like going to a TV event, but uh it is what it is. But Reigns and Heyman left the ring after the match and Biggie got back to his feet. Cole closed the show and wished all the viewers a happy Thanksgiving and they were out. No, you know, they also told us that the next pay-per-view is not until Not in December, right. And it's January 1. It's day one. Yeah, that's strange too. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I get they'll poor, probably air poor wrestlers. to the troops. In December? What happened to TLC? No more. Did They, they, they took that out, didn't they? I have, I, they took something out. I I'm mean, sure. Whatever. I'm sure it was TLC. I'm pretty sure that that's no more. Maybe they want to see if they can get more focus on the uh, war games. Yeah, but that's NXT though, not not WWE. Know, well, maybe, but maybe they want to build up a little hunger, a little demand, a little pent up demand, and you know, not compete with themselves on it. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm speculating here, but. Uh, yeah, maybe they just want to make a bigger deal of it. Maybe they want to have a little bit more time. I mean, it is already November 23rd right now. <laughs> Tell so me about it. I mean, it's only five weeks away. So right. it's not like, you know, it's not like they are building a whole lot more time for the to build that card. But any amount of time is probably a good thing. Well, I'm actually speaking of NXT. I'm pleased to announce that Triple H is back at work. That's right. So that's Show a good thing. Shout outs to, to the game. Yeah, he was he was watching everybody six. He was uh, whole, he was he was holding up the rear. <laughs> he was actually, <laughs> which that, looks pretty right. bad. That looked pretty bad amongst all those suits. Where I assume they were actually looking at WWE's new building that they're building, obviously in Connecticut. That's, right. that's and that's why this segment is brought to you by Preparation Triple H. <laughs> when you need to hold up the rear for everybody else. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor Paul Levesque, dude. I, I feel you, Paul. Because in this case, he's not Triple H anymore. He's just Paul. <laughs> yeah, he sort of, yeah, he sort of oh, is just Paul. Man, I f- he must be burning, Jeff. Seriously. There is well, no- that's, what the tra- that's what the preparation Triple H is for. It's help, to help reveal, <laughs> relieve the burning. <laughs> well, well, you know what, Jeff? What would you give this uh, pay-per-view out of five, say? Well, no, no, out of ten. What would you give this out of ten if you had to rank it? Maybe a maybe a seven, a smidge yeah. under, maybe six and three quarters out of ten. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Maybe seven and a half. I'm being pretty generous, but I'll I'll go seven and a half. That's okay. pretty generous. That's too generous, I think, too. Well, listen, you don't have to grade generous, but it, you know, it, I mean, I mean, really, it was all fifty-fifty booking, right, between SmackDown, Raw. Like, it was a pretty predictable show. There was no build. But in saying that, it was a pretty fun watch. Like, it was a fun watch. Like, you could watch it. It wasn't like you were, like, angry watching it like a Monday Night Raw say. You know what I mean? I wasn't I wasn't angry at all watching it. Absolutely. So, if, yeah, I say seven and a half. Jeff, you're sticking with about six, six and a half? Yeah, I'm going to six and three quarters. I, I, um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to stay with that. Well... 
before we close the show, I just want to say all those rock videos and the stupid egg caper and, and not even a pre-tape rock promo kind of <laughs> makes me laugh, dude. Like, seriously. All that hype for The Rock, 25 years of The Rock, and we got Nutta. And yes, he's in Australia. And believe it or not, he actually stays down here six months at a time. He's got his own place down here. Apparently, he enjoys it. He actually did used to live here when he was a child, believe it or not, for a while. Well, I mean, he could have still delivered a, a video package or even something live. I mean, it is funny that he did more for the Impact show than oh. he did for the WWE show. But I don't know. I, I think that this, you know, it, it, it's one of two things. It's either a signal that, no, he absolutely is not going to be at WrestleMania this year or ever again, huh. or that they're still holding it for a big for a big shock. Shocker surprise time, but I did not expect them to be there. And again, I didn't even really expect the video. So I, I'm not like everyone else who was really disappointed. I knew that they were just teasing, 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 keep you watching. It's show business. They would, they, I mean, they were doing their own little version of, of, you know, AW with their forbidden door, giving you a little bit, just a little bit of bait on, on that hook, just a little bit of bait to keep you tuned until the end of the show. Well, I'm glad you brought up AW. I don't know if you noticed, but the fans were actually chanting AW during the show. So good, good. You know, and anything, chant AW, do waves, do CM Punk. First things first. First, these are chants of protest and, and they need to be heard. Um, yeah, but they yes. don't give a shit, Jeff. You can protest and chant all you want, and these guys are just, you know... But they, but they will care. They will care at some point. And you know when they're going to care? They're going to care when Pizza Hut, who, whoever <laughs> sponsored it, said, we're on a WWE show, and they're chanting AEW. Maybe we should take our money there, you know, or or, or something like that happens. But the, uh, the other part of it is that it wasn't very long ago that we were in empty arena buildings where there was wrestling and no sound or piped in sound. And I said, right then I am never going to, I'm never going to criticize any fans for expressing themselves in any way, shape or form audibly, you know, cheering, booing waves, beach balls. I I don't care what I don't care. Apathy, you know, apathy and (laughs) silence is death to wrestling. Absolutely. So let the fans do what they want, except for, you know, physically attacking the wrestlers when it's unscripted. Oh, I agree 100%. That's what, excuse me, that's why WWE, I don't know why sometimes they want to censor the fans by, you know, when they chant, you fucked up, blah, blah, blah. They did that once on SmackDown a few weeks back. Thank God they haven't done it again since. But well, that's you know, I mean, that, that's because of Fox's standard practices. I mean, that, that's yeah, but they only they... did it for one week though, and then it was back to normal again. I don't know, I, I don't, I, you know, you know, it's very possible people Fox said, ah, fuck it. Well, Fox might be eating a lot of uh cocks if they ain't careful with WWE, you know what I'm saying? So well, listen, SmackDown was the number four show. There's only four networks, so... Uh, number four show. What, with what, two and a half million? Uh, no, it wasn't two and a half. It was, it was 2.064. Jeez, and that's number four? That's, well, there's only there's only four broadcast networks, so... Oh, yeah, true, true, Four right. out of four. Which <laughs> is, it's, it's, so a, a, it, it's ABC... So that's last. For, right, other, right. for other people, that would be considered last. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, true. Because it's between ABC, NBC, Fox, and uh, what's the one the, more I'm missing? CBS. CBS, the, that's it. They, they didn't win place or show. They didn't gold 
silver or bronze. <laughs> they got the dreaded number four spot where you mean absolutely nothing. Well, so, you know, I, I don't know how they did in the demo, but I, I, <laughs> we'll find out, Jeff. I'm sure you're going to do your homework, right? Well, Brandon Thurston and, and does the homework and then Andrew Zarian uh, either <laughs> reports it or they get it equally. But um, I mean, I know it was like a 0.52 or 0.54, which is fairly consistent with the, what they normally do. But um, I, I'm telling you, I'm, tr I'm tracking the ads and it, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, just like The Rock says. And obviously, it doesn't matter if he turned up at Survivor Series, according to The Rock. So in saying that, Jeff, please tell them where they can find you. On every single show on the PWC. <laughs> the PWC is being renamed the Shit. JML. You know what? You know what? Actually, before you continue, you have been on every show this week, I think. Except for one. The, well, the bad show, I I wasn't no. on the bad show. Yeah. You went on the PWC extra show between me and Chris. Oh, yeah, that was a bad one. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't on the professor's perspective. I wasn't on Homeboy. I wasn't on a track no. black. But we're talking about actual official PWC shows here. You're pretty much on oh, every I, single one except yeah, for I one show. Well, that, that, that explains our, our rapid ascent, our our SpaceX-like uh, blasting off into the stratosphere. Into the Scirocco. Into the into the Sharaka. That's right. <laughs> Maybe there's a thing to it, Jeff. Maybe it's you and I that are bringing in the the ratings. Yeah, maybe it is I that's bringing in the ratings. <laughs> yep. yep. Maybe. Uh, hate to be modest. Right. Yeah. That, that yeah, should be your new name. Hate to be modest, Jeff me. Littman. Definitely me. Only me. Solely me. <laughs> all me. 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 It's all um, me. <laughs> so where can you find me? Uh, on Twitter at IcarusFellMD. Or for the podcast at Hammerlock HO, the wrestling podcast uh, is Hammerlock Hangover with Big Daddy Cool Stephen Pena. The non-wrestling podcast is Garden of Doom. We're still in UFO month. We had a, a survivor of alien abductions this this week, and that episode, great episode, oh, by the way. Thank you, sir. The, yeah, I was going to say that episode is still up, but they're all up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're they're all up, and we're gonna we'll we'll have a. Another UFO episode go up uh, probably Thursday as well. And I might release a Garden View episode too. It's just an interview with a guy I know who uh, is loosely associated with the NFL and NFL charities and is a football coach. And since Thanksgiving is sort of a football day and uh, it's just a nice little story. I don't, I don't think it's, you know, it's not, there's nothing Garden of Doomy about it all. It's just, it's just a little nice conversation with an old friend of mine who's doing good things uh, volunteering with the nfl and with kids um but we'll see uh but yeah that, that's where you can find me well we're here you can find me at dj mass effects on twitter and at the pwc network on twitter and please like and subscribe at the pwc network.podbean.com and at markmedia.com and at the pwhustlenetworks.com and hmg which stands for hamin media group at podbean.com, I believe. Something like yeah, that. It's I'm, hard to remember everything, but it, I'm trying. I told her, get back to me, man. Yeah, like I told you, I was telling you some tips last time, dude. You need to come straight back into the group. You need to, you need to stand out to him, if you know what I mean. That's how he works, dude. Ugh, I, I cannot be on another Facebook group. No, sorry. Well, it's too much. I'm, too one much of the moderators. I'm one of the moderators in there, so I can bring you back. That's really exciting. So, so it's like a kidnapping. You can actually, you can host, you can like 
just bring me in even if I don't want to be. Yeah, I can actually. I could just bring you. I actually can. I can bring you right in, and that it doesn't a, matter. That is amazing powers. Can can you post for me? Um, no. And can you like post comments for me that like you know they would like? As me, as myself? <laughs> no, like like why don't you make like a the foreign object Facebook accounts? And then you send me Chinese whispers, and then I post them on there. You you just pretend to be me, like Cyrano the (laughs) Bergerac. You just pretend to be and post me. So they all like you, so then they'll like me, and and I never have to talk to anyone there. That's what I want. I I, I want to talk to less people, not more. I mean, on the air, I want to talk to more, but in real life or even cyber life, less. Well, I could never walk in in Jeff's footsteps just for the record there's no way i could do that but but they wouldn't know that right but in saying that jeff you don't have to talk to anyone i hardly talk to anybody other than the actual circle if you know what i mean all the big boys of the group other than them i don't talk to anyone else fine I was, what is this goddamn thing called no it's a it's a it's a secret group actually jeff and uh you won't find it like so if you type i mean media group i believe it doesn't exist well, that makes it really useful. It's right there. It's like the first thing. How I many media discussion group comes right up? You're kidding. It used to be a closed group. Well, I guess it's open now. It's open in flex. join. Here. There we go. Pending. There we go. This is so exciting. All right. Watch this. So you're pending, right? That's what it says. This is the first, folks. This, this one's the first because live on the air, since he's pending, let's see. Rejected. There we go. There we go. No, you didn't. Wait a second. Did you get rejected? No. <laughs> well, maybe, but... Uh, ooh, science is no, no, no. all over the universe. I'm, I'm going to approve you, Jeff. You better not, like, uh, let me down here and make me look bad. So here we go. I'll just I'll just post my podcast like I do everything else and just try not to <laughs> do much else. I've accepted you, mate. I've accepted uh, you. See, I've got great. those type of powers. It's the, yeah, you, you are... I mean, uh, before when you were, like, only like 85th you didn't have these powers but now it's 71st you have huge powers i've got huge powers as chris That's would right. say you know silence of the ams shout outs to him you just he's stay all- away from from those std marsupials your life would be a lot easier it would be and believe me you know what's worse the damn snakes dude and it's snake season down here and uh i don't like it one bit man i've had some close calls i'm not kidding dude we've got the most venomous damn snakes in the world and we've got the top five most venomous snakes all you need to do all you need to learn is don't live someplace that has something called snake season oh dude we're actually you know australia is the only country in the world where the snakes don't hibernate (laughs) i did not know that well now you know and you know why because it doesn't Uh, get cold enough for them to actually completely like it gets chilly by our standards it's probably not chilly by your standards, but then again, you're in Baltimore. Isn't like Antarctica like 12 miles away from you? <laughs> it's pretty close. It's not that far when you think about it, which is even more weird, right? I mean, it's not like you're on the equator. I would understand that if it was like, you know, sort of like between, you know, 500 miles north or south of the equator. Northern Northern Australia is on the equator pretty much. Like Queensland, yeah, but, Northern but, Territory. But you're, but you're on Southern Australia. Well, we're technically East Coast, but yeah, Southeast Coast, right. But we're technically classified as East Coast. 
but yes, aren't you, like, aren't you on the bottom part of the East Coast? Yes, like Miami is yes, East Coast. Yes, yes, yes. We're on the bottom, yeah. like Miami. Same shit, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But and and past you is Tasmania, some random islands, and then yeah. there's and then there's Antarctica. Yeah, pretty much. When you go Nazi base uh, three eleven. Well, you know Australia's got the most. Um, uh, what do you call it? Like bases there. Believe it or not. I don't know. What, thanks what to you guys. Thanks to Snake you guys. Bases? No, you know how when Antarctica first got split up between everybody, right? At, at the start. Well, uh-huh. you guys, as in the, the United States of America, were the mediators in this, right? And you basically gave us the larger chunk of Antarctica compared to anybody else in the world. And Russia went too happy. So they got the it, second amount. In all fairness, we just thought you were Montana. <sighs> Come on. Look, look. You know what's funny? I was watching a stand up comedy and this summed up Australia and America's uh, friendship, right? America's like, you know, the, the jock in, in, in university, right? You know, the, the big bad jock. You know, everybody wants to be his friend. You know what I mean? Everybody's like, oh, America, America. You know what I mean? But Australia is that fucking, that little fucking best friend that when America says, I'm going to fuck you up, you know, you got the little Aussie fucking friend in the background going, he's going to fuck you up. He's going to fuck you up. You know what I mean? That's what we are compared to you guys. Yeah, but we gave you New Zealand, so you were somebody that felt the same way. Hey, and what happened? New Zealand, we gave New Zealand to New Zealand after that because they were part of Australia, like, initially. And we let Canada feel like they're superior to us. Nah. Sorry, Canada. Canada is like the the Niles Crane of America. (laughs) The Niles Crane from Fraser. They think think that they're superior, but everyone else thinks they're dweebs. Oh, you know they're in denial. I want to say, look, I'll be honest, all right? Chris, I love you, dude. You're one of my boys. But you Canadians, man, <laughs> you cannot take a fucking joke for shit. Sorry, no offense to the Canadian listeners, but really, it's true. You get offended so easily. It's he's You cry foul after one second. It's like, but why? Why? They just want to cry all the time. But in saying that, I love you, Canada. It's all good. It's nothing but love. Sounds that way. Um, I don't know. I, I know some pretty funny Canadians. Eh, it's pretty rare. <laughs> I mean, aren't Canadians pretty rare, period? Aren't there like, <laughs> only like, like 12 or 13 of them? <laughs> well, there's only 30 million compared to what? You guys have got 350 million? Uh, it's a little less than that. But yeah, about 330 million. What, uh, Canada, I think, is about 30 million. What, Australia is about 24, 25? Uh, spot on. <laughs> but it's growing rapidly, though. Hey, you don't let anyone in there, though. Nah, you're right, man. Australia's policies, like immigration policies, are bad, dude. And, and you know what's bad, even worse, right? I don't know how it works with Canada and the US, but Australia and New Zealand, for example, if New Zealanders want to move to Australia, right? They don't need no visa, they don't need no, no passports, they're permanent residents automatically, right? Yeah, you're the same place. Yeah, essentially, right? But in Canada, you need visas they're and all like, sorts of- They're like your New England. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, they're like Vermont and, and Massachusetts. Right. No, no, no. We've got the same accent practically like except... Good, like the good bed, bed and breakfasts are there. The, the good used bookstores are in New Zealand. Yeah. If they heard you say that, they'll be burning you, Jeff. But, but they the won't truth, hear me say that. You know what? I don't have many New Zealand listeners for whatever reason, but... Uh, if I they, do. Do you? Yeah, really? Okay. Ah. Can the sheep fuckers? That's all we call I'm, I'm, them. I'm working on getting a guest from New Zealand who does I a podcast called the, uh, the the history of the Russian Empire. So well, I'm do me a favor. Steps now. 
do me a favor when you speak to this person tell tell them that i said don't worry he'll get the joke he'll laugh call him a sheep fucker from an australian trust me he will laugh at the humor it's it's a thing between us historians don't tend to have that kind of sense of humor but uh, you you'll be surprised (laughs) trust me i will not be surprised because i'm not going to do it Fine. Maybe one day I'll introduce you to, and you can do it, and then maybe you'll be surprised. <laughs> well, he'll talk like this. Good evening, Jeff. Listen, I, I, I Jeff. treat my guests like guests. No, you I don't do. Ins- I don't insult them. My guests are guests. I don't insult my guests. They are treated with hospitality. You don't have any guests. I've had plenty of guests, actually. Thank you. I used to. Actually, I've got a few guests lined up. It's just me not interviewing them yet. <laughs> I'm serious because really I don't know how I can squeeze anything in right now it's kind of difficult you know what I mean with all the shows going on and all the work that I do too I know how you can squeeze things in try tr- preparation triple H <laughs> yeah and look what happened to him but I do want to add that I do have a, a great guest sort of lined up who actually is very close to the he, he owns a wrestling promotion in Virginia that's all I'm going to say he knows Vince McMahon personally he also sound uh, video library to the WWE, and every time WWE are in are in his town, he's actually treated like a king every time. He's allowed to go in the back. He knows everybody. He's interviewed Jericho. He's done this. Yes, and he's Greek too. That's the only other hint I'll give. But um, he's an interesting guy that I really want to break down. Except he's so formal that I'm not sure if <laughs> I'm not sure how I'm going to talk to him because you know me, I'm very informal. Maybe so. you should let Chris talk. Well, no, he wants to talk to me though. We've spoken. That's, We've spoken though. That's it's just, not like just, we haven't spoken. Just, just have Chris say he's <laughs> He won't believe him because uh no, it's it's that Greek thing, dude. Do you know what I mean? He wants to speak to me. Like we've got each other's sound numbers and, and all that. He's pretty good. Like I I mean I treat him good. I I'm, I'm sure I'll behave myself with him. But uh mm. but I'm I'm also a little nervous and I've interviewed professional wrestlers, but this guy I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. I'm a bit, a bit nervous. I won't lie. I don't know. It's cute. It's cute. It definitely is cute. But in saying that, I think we're going to hit the road, Jack. And uh, I don't know if people want us back no more, no more. But I'm sure they do because they want more. So in saying that, I'm Jimmy T of the PWC. He's Jeff Lippman of the Evil Dose Variety. And you're listening to the... PWC Survivor Series Review Show right here on the PWC Network and on the appmarkmedia.com. Peace. Ariel Hawani post-match at Survivor Series in Brooklyn, New York, alongside Becky Lynch, who just defeated Charlotte Flair in the opener tonight. Your feelings, your thoughts, your emotions after that match, Becky. Um, I just did another interview there. And uh, I was saying before we went out, I got very emotional just because of the journey that we went through, that we were the best of friends and we've been through everything together. And when I went out there, I just wanted to rip her head off. I just wanted, I wanted to hurt her as much as I possibly could. And that's, that's a lot of emotion because I wanted to, I just wanted to maim her. I wanted to hurt her. And that's somebody who I used to be so close to. And I talked to you before and I told you about how this has gone so sour. And I don't think, I don't think it really hit me until tonight, how sad that all is. And we went out there and we killed each other. We hit each other as hard as we could. And we just wanted to, we wanted to hurt each other. And uh, 
I, I told her, I told her I'm the better person and she can't accept it. And so she's gonna go cry to her dad, cry to everybody else, but there's no denying it now. It started in Brooklyn and it ended in Brooklyn. Do you feel like it's over now? Well, unless she wants to try again, but I don't know how many times I need to prove to her that I'm the better woman. How difficult was it out there for you? <clears throat> um, like, like I said, there was a lot of emotion going in there. And she's strong, she is strong. She is so strong and she hit so hard. But there was, I, I, just, I couldn't quit, I couldn't quit. And I don't know if you saw when I was in that arm bar, I said, you, you better break it because I'm not tapping. And uh, yeah, it was hard, it was very hard. There's nobody that, there might not be anybody that hits as, as hard as Charlotte. And uh, yeah, to, uh, to overcome everything. And winner, and it didn't matter how I beat her. I'm just glad I beat her. I would have liked to tap her out. I would have liked to tap her out, or would have liked to pin her, or would have liked to knock her out. But I win to win. As far so as I think, I'm a little bit disappointed about that. I'm a little bit disappointed about that. That you didn't make her tap. That I didn't make her tap. That I didn't. That I didn't knock her head against the canvas, knock her out. That I didn't get the 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 pin. That I didn't get the three count. Yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed about that. I got the three count, but it was, wasn't the way I wanted. As far as the build-up and the, the night itself, was this one of the more difficult weeks of your career? Yeah, I, I, look, when you're, when you're going in with this much animosity, it's so much stress. It's so much stress because you're, you're, you have so much hatred and carrying around that hatred, that's hard for anybody. That's hard. And knowing that there's people out there that hate you as much as you hate her, as much as I hate her, and there's a whole team. She's got her fans, I got my fans. But that's a lot of hatred. That's a lot of animosity. And to carry that around for a full week and then her dad's coming at me, it's, it's the whole thing. It's, it was very stressful. And I'm trying to trying to do all these appearances, trying to get my workouts in. But, but I was very distracted. I was very distracted the whole week. You hope that you can bury the hatchet now and move on and perhaps become friends again, or... Is that over? I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know it's possible. I don't know. I don't know that it's possible. I think it's a good thing that we're on different brands. I think let there let there be some time in between this. I just wonder. I don't know that we can both be in the same business and be friends. I don't think we can both be on top and be friends. Last thing, did you say anything to her after the match? I said, go cry about it. I said, you can talk your but I'm better than you. I said a lot of stuff. I said a lot of stuff. I said a lot of stuff. There's gonna be some fire over here. Becky, thank you very much. Congrats. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks, Miller.
he started at Survivor Series. Imagine that. And as a token, there's appreciation for what I've done for you. Look at it, it's beautiful. He walked in here with seven dollars, seven bucks in his pocket. Look where he is now. This is not the stage prop that they used in Red Notice. This is the real thing. Look at the jewels in it. That's worth, I know, here it is, it's worth a millions! A bad rendition of it, but nonetheless, I'm told Contract.